Coming up this week, part of aging mm. is accepting. I am kicking and screaming. Yeah. And accepting <laughs> shit. Inject me with what you want. Therapy's expensive, <laughs> I'm girl. Ju- I'm quite expensive. I'm cheaper than a Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> no oil painting, but I got better as I got older. We, we like the eyeball. Are you oh. saying that I rely on my looks? And no. I don't have a personality. I'm ready to get the DW40 out and start spraying you. <laughs> Loosen up, bitch. Have some fun. Because mm. I could afford a facelift. She, she's got a bank account. Count, sweetie. She can afford it. <laughs> Run me my check. <laughs> Play a tune on my teeth. Dinky dink. Yeah. We're like, ah, you're so gay. And he's like, ah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I just do y'all bit again. Yeah, that was shit. <laughs> you are listening to the Son of a Bitch podcast with your hosts, Christina Lennon and Joel Mignot. So we're back in the studio. Mm-hmm. Another week, ready to chat some more bullshit. <laughs> You, man. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are drinking a mimosa. Mimosa. Very nice. I have fond memories. <laughs> Mine's half gone already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what mimosas are for. Every time drinking. I drink mimosas, I'm at a brunch and I'm just downing them. Yeah. Downing them, downing them, downing yeah, we might, them. We might need to top up shortly. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell, we'll be rolling you out. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> I well, love that. well, somebody did comment that was a large lady. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How did that make you feel? You know, it is what it is. <laughs> I've got large bits of me. Small bits of me. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny that you say that because this week somebody also commented on my hair asking when I'm going to grow it out. All right. Was that in your plans? No. Me and blonde are like kindred spirits, like Beyonce. Like, <laughs> my blonde hair stays with me. Every time my hair has been brown, I've just felt depressed. <laughs> yeah, like, you take it's the dark. blonde away from me, I get depressed. Mm. I've been black and blonde. You've been every uh, colour yeah, of the rainbow. True. Yeah. <laughs> You've had great haircuts. <laughs> and not so great. <laughs> yeah, not so great. You, you followed the Rihanna trend for a while, didn't you? Yeah, I like that, though. I want to bring that back. <laughs> I, I might shave it all. Yeah, I had one side shaved, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. you did. That was the um, umbrella era. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you really got into that. I did. I yeah. liked that. But that was my era. <laughs> your hair day. Yeah. Is that what you call it? Hair day. Yeah. I wonder what that means. We want to really just delve into mm. beauty standards mm. and what beauty means to us and society and whether we're willing to conform. I think we're all conforming whether we like it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> it's, people say they're not conforming, mm. but they do. Everybody is influenced. Even uh, with me having blonde hair, like, I'm conforming to my own beauty standards. Like, Mm. I was born with blonde hair, and Mm. it went darker. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, for me, it just... It's just that comfort zone. And Mm. it's my beauty standard that I have for myself. I mean, I have had, like, long, curly brown hair as well. I just can't see myself being that person anymore. But like I couldn't imagine me with a, a long curly afro. I mean, brown hair. keep it blonde while you've still got it. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally been blonde for eight years, and I'm surprised you know each follicle hasn't fallen out. Yeah, yeah. everybody on Buddy Made in Chelsea has gone blonde. What's I know. I've li- <laughs> it's so funny. I don't think they wear it as well as me though. No. <laughs> like Sam Prince dyed his hair. He was every temps. time. I remember what. Yeah, temps. Yeah. I remember when I first uh, got on the show. 
and then Sam would always come and compliment my hair and like, how do you get it that colour? <laughs> da, 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 da. And then literally a couple of weeks later, blonde. blonde. Yeah. <laughs> and then tense, blonde. So I'll take it as a compliment. You're a bit of an you see, you're setting trends I'm a trendsetter, apparently. Yeah. Um, you're setting these impossible beauty standards. Mm. Oh, what's that mean? There's nothing impossible about this. I don't know. They might struggle to get the right shade of blonde. Mm, yeah, and maybe. Maybe. Because your hair's quite dark and it's afro yeah. hair, so yeah, it's yeah. even harder to get blonde. Yeah, I've got my own routine where I bleach my own hair, look in the mirror, and I section each thing. I've got a mirror behind me and a mirror in front of me, and I just do it all myself because I'm like, I can't trust anybody else to do my hair. I've done your hair. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> no. How rude. And that's so funny because I actually remember, um, obviously, when I was younger, you used to cut my hair all the time. Don't you remember I used to experiment with your hair on school holidays? Yeah. I did, like, leopard print. I used to do crazy stuff I remember her. Hair. People <laughs> literally used to come up to me like, wow, you're so crazy. It was my little creative thing that I used yeah, to do. Yeah, I was a guinea, guinea pig. pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was literally a guinea pig. It was wild. Mm. We all set beauty standards. Yeah, like, we people do. see what you're doing. <clears throat> And they'll be like, oh, I like that. Or we all get influenced. For sure. I think advertising, modelling, it all has a huge part to play in what we're influenced by. Like fashion has a huge influence on us. Mm. But like for me, I think as you get older, it changes, doesn't it? What what you set your beauty standards as. Mm, It has to, unfortunately. (laughs) Everything starts to just melt and stuff. (laughs) You have to be like, oh, maybe I can't look like Kate Moss anymore. (laughs) Because it's like beauty standards. Yeah. Mm. As you get older, like my mum at my age, she could just lay all, hang out and be old. You're not allowed to do that anymore. At 50, (laughs) you've still got to look like a frigging supermodel. You've got to be in the gym, toned, like, ripped. I think there's nothing... I think there's nothing nothing more graceful than, like, ageing slowly and, you know... Slowly. (laughs) (laughs) I should say, sorry, ageing gracefully. Exactly. In the press, women women get a raw deal. Yeah. Like, you know, men... You see presenters, fat, bald, whatever. <laughs> and nobody cares. Nobody cares. But women, it's you look at the TV, presenter, yeah. old, grey, ugly, whatever, yeah. with a young dolly bird. It's yeah. always the same. I hear that. I see mm. that. I think there is obviously pressure for men to look a certain way as well, though, because... More so now. More so now. I know loads of men that, you know, when they start losing their hair, like, it feels like their life's over and they go through depression and all mm. kinds of things. Look how many men are going, lining up to go to Turkey to get the follicles <laughs> put in the front of I, the head. I have a little bit of a rant. Oh, uh, go on. <laughs> Turkey teeth. Um, I'm just not, I am not understanding it. Please comment, explain. I do not understand. Like, they come back with like plastic piano teeth, <laughs> like or horses, like massive, yeah. absolutely perfect teeth, and they don't last. They don't last, and, and so they're gonna look like, like 
crackhead sharks in about five or ten years. <laughs> they the are. They all start falling out. They have these little pincers. For, it's terrifying. They're going to be like pincers for teeth. And I agree. I think it also puts a huge strain on the NHS. Like people literally go to Turkey, get all new veneers, mm. and then the teeth start decaying underneath. Like they have to get root canals. They come home. They've got infections. And it's like, why do the NHS have to then fork out for your teeth? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And people's boob jobs going wrong. Like, That's I, so could, scary. I could never have anything like that done because <clears throat> I just think, what well, if I don't have the money in 10 years to, like, and I've got one deflated one? And yeah, one but do you know what I mean? We're always going to have the money in 10 years. <laughs> That's how I think. <laughs> we'll think yeah. about that later. <laughs> I don't know. I just want one a foreign body or. Yeah. My original structure messed with too much to that point. I mean, you really have to like delve into what is going on in somebody's head to want to change so much. Social media in the internet, mm. uh, media just in general, yeah. it used to be the press. I mean, trends and stuff, you've got back in the 19th century with like people wearing bustles to make the bums oh, look bigger. You've got, you know, people, put, women pulling the waist in, yeah, yeah, people yeah. putting white stuff on the faces. Yeah. It's been around as long as it's been documented. Trends. I mean, trends. of course. Mm. It's, trends is part of culture. But then there's a trend and then everybody's, you know, every influencer mm. is there sharing their big booty or their slim waist or but, but that's the their thing. thick eyebrows or yeah. do you know what I mean? A trend will pass by mm. and then you're sat there with your BBL and your turkey teeth and your this and that and, <laughs> and yeah. And now Kim Kardashian's got the skinny look and she's mm. you, do you know what I mean? Like people with money can change with the trends. Yeah, and there's and then, the rest of us with still pencil eyebrows from the eighties. <laughs> Like, how do we fix this? Let's tattoo them. And then all of a sudden, tattoo's like, Ugh, yeah. don't tattoo or microblade your eyes anymore. And One of my one fr friends, he grew his whole monobrow. Mm. And like he was adamant to make his monobrow like a thing. Right. And it just never caught on. He literally looked like a cyclops. <laughs> he looked like a cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> like Frida Kahlo. Now, a lot of people are getting the fillers dissolved. Uh, and I, I'm here for that. Like, mm. girls, boys, get your fillers dissolved. But, you know, they pretend to do, be doing it because mm. the, they don't want to damage people's health. They've still got filler. They just don't want it to be obvious filler. Right, yeah. But I'm here for that. Then people think, oh, that's your natural beauty. Mm. And it's not. It's, it's a lie. At I, least I when you've got the cartoon cheeks and everything... <laughs> It's, no, I've met people, no, like, in that. pictures, these people look fantastic, and then you meet them, and you're like, fucking oh hell, my God. not, <laughs> not <the> like, <laughs> it's like, the faces are, like, cartoon yeah. characters. I feel like it's a form of self-expression. Like, people mm. can just, you know, do anything they want with the bodies. Like, you have to conform a lot, and a lot of people just go to the extreme because... But where does it end? Yeah, where does it end? Everybody's an influencer. Yeah, these Everybody days. is an influencer. Anybody that puts any content out, whether you're putting it out to three people or three million mm. people, you are influencing everybody around you. And I guess, you know, the currency today is people's attention. 
Mm-hmm. And if your looks or something can grab somebody's attention, then it's an asset to a company mm. or it's an asset to you. Like you can monetize your looks. Mm. And that's basically what modeling is. Mm. I think um, obviously being in the modeling industry for a decade now, Jesus. <laughs> I think you do see a lot of things and hear a lot of things and mm. you, you form this like thick skin. When I was modeling, I went to a casting for a Japanese agency. Mm. And when I went into the casting and they were really interested in me, they wanted to know a lot about me, but they actually asked me why I was so dark skinned or tanned. And I was like, well, I'm literally mixed race. <laughs> For for you that don't know, I'm mixed race. (laughs) (laughs) My dad is Jamaican. (laughs) Mm. But yeah, I I am very fair-skinned. And so they didn't take me on purely based on the fact that I was dark-skinned. Because I am racially ambiguous and Mm. I don't necessarily fit into a category of like, oh, you're clearly white or you're clearly mixed race or you're clearly black, I was too dark skin to be white and too light to be yeah because they, they want to tick boxes for different ethnicities so they do and asia has different beauty standards mm. and i think it's quite i think it has progressed a lot like this we're talking like eight years ago at this point so like when i was going through the castings and trying to get signed like their beauty standards were very much old school mm. and it was like you had to be stick thin you know, you had to be white as a ghost if you wanted to be a they, white model. I mean, in Asia. I spent a month in China and they walk around with umbrellas. They, oh, yeah. they do not go in the sun yeah. because if you think about it, in their culture, the people that are darker skins are working the fields. They're the poor people. Yeah. So, and it's a lot of, um, you know, the weight stuff yeah. in Africa, if you're a big person, it's in as good because you've got enough food. Money to feed and, yourself, yeah. yeah. It's in some parts of Africa, yeah, of obviously. Course. But it's, some things come from cultures, different cultures, mm. and now, obviously, lots of cultures are mixing. So yeah. we're seeing this big change in suddenly it's thick, then it's thin, yeah. then it's big boom. And... and I think that's what's amazing about what is going on in the modeling in- industry now is like they are just being more accepting on different variations mm. of, you know, body types. Everything is mm. welcome as long as you've got USP. And it's nice to see that change finally. Mm. I think you, re- everybody remembers watching like America's Next Top Model mm. and Tyra Banks, bloody hell. <laughs> Like, she literally put those girls through trauma. Yeah. Like, the things that she let slide was crazy. She literally put her trauma from the modelling industry and dumped it all into (laughs) these poor girls and boys. Like, it was terrible. Mm. Like, she literally had girls going hypothermic in swimming pools and doing tasks that nobody would ever do. And in this day and age, are just rotten. She was making people, like change races Mm. for for little you know tasks on the show how much of that was just production trying to think shit what we're gonna do with them this week yeah but that's her show with her name to it and she's Mm. allowed those things to happen yeah true true like ultimately for me all i see is a victim becoming an abuser 
yeah. on a show. Like she's now the person in charge. She's taking her hurt from the fashion industry and she's just made her own show, made her own little universe. <laughs> and then she else. can talk to everybody else. <laughs> Learn something from this. Have you, do you remember that one? Yeah. Like, what I've learned is you are a bitch. Yeah. You're not well, sweetie. Tyra girl, fix it. Get some therapy, honey. Yeah. So is, have you experienced anything like that in the industry? I mean, those challenges that happen on that show are obviously just like, dramatized yes mm -hmm. sometimes you go on to set you're a bit and cold you're freezing <laughs> and you might be shooting a summer campaign in the middle of winter yes but then you mm -hmm. also have somebody that's or you should also have somebody that's there to you know bring you a coat bring you a stuff. coat between shots and like make sure you've got like a, a heat pad or something like mm. you are all, looked after most of the time mm. there is moments where you get bitches that are like but you've got to, you're, that's why you've got voice. Yeah, I mm. mean, that's true. But you a lot could. of people are scared. You know, mm. a lot of models go into the, go into the industry young. and they're young. Mm. They haven't found the voice. They don't know when to speak up. Mm. A lot of people are getting taken advantage of. <clears throat> if you aren't strong and thick skinned, it can, you know, affect mm. your mental health for yeah. sure. Yeah. It can be a hard industry to be in. I remember me when I went through my skin journey the skin not journey. the skin journey again <laughs> i will always remember though like this one per this one makeup artist was doing an editorial and she was whispering to the photographer and she was whispering about my skin <laughs> loudly yeah i was like bitch His skin is really bad but she was looking at the images like i can't do anything with this like i don't like this angle's not good. Like, you can see all these bumps. Like, basically, she didn't want to claim that work because my skin was bad. And mm. it's just terrible. Like, for me to be privy to that at a young age... Yeah. Has ...affected me. Mm. And so I think people in positions of power within the industry have a duty of care to young models. That's something I haven't seen. Like, <clears throat> now, you've got, like, Fenty that are starting to do the, the body positive stuff and mm. Dove and Nike are starting to get on board as well, yeah. which is great. But mm -hmm. they're only doing it because it's fashionable. Well, and, <laughs> but, it's, and it's supposed to be commercially the right thing to do yeah, now. So, yeah, yeah as, as the work culture. Yes, like, yes. But I haven't yet seen any spotty people. No, I ain't seen anybody with bad skin. But this is the thing as well. Like you, as a model, don't get a say in the final images. You don't get a say in mm. how much you are edited. Yeah, I mean, there is a few companies now that do say this is not edited. I've seen some pictures of you that I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's true though. Like some of the images that I've seen of myself, I'm who's like, he? He kind of looks like Joel. It's funny because there was um, a campaign that I did for this um, alcohol company, mm. and the picture was on Old Street Roundabout, like the huge bill billboard. And I was like, wait a minute, is that me? <laughs> I was like, that cannot be me. I literally, I, they'd caught me like mid action. I had like my tongue out, my lips were nowhere to be seen. <laughs> like I looked pale, my eyes were bog eyed. My boyfriend messaged me like, have you seen, is that you? <laughs> 
he's like, is that you? And I was like, unfortunately, yes. Like I hadn't told him about it because I was so embarrassed. And he till this day, he still takes the piss out of me. He he walks around with his tongue out and the lips and he's like, <laughs> Looking like a turtle. Yeah, I just looked I just didn't look like myself. Oh my god. I looked like a phantom. But this is it. You do kind of sign your life away for you stuff do, like that, don't you? You do. Obvious... Same with TV shows. Yeah, I mean, I guess as a model, you are just a mannequin. Mm. And ultimately, you are there to Clubs sell a product. Hoss. And that's it. Mm. Like, keep it pushing. Yeah. So it is sometimes demoralising, but there's also, you know... Yeah, sometimes they make you look fabulous. And sometimes like, mm. they make you look fabulous. Sometimes you get paid loads and sometimes it's great. Mm. But that's why I think as a industry, there's only so much you can get out of it because, mm. you know, fashion isn't emotionally fulfilling a lot of the time. It can be quite... And I think one of the reasons why you have been a model <clears throat> for so long is yeah. because you... Ha you see models that like the Roman look or whatever, mm. and it's only fashionable for yeah. a time. You don't fit into any one. Yeah. You don't. You're not a trend. No, of course. So, and, and I'm so thankful <clears throat> for that every day. Like being myself, my external self, and mm. how I present uh, is a blessing to me. Like mm. being racially ambiguous, mm. being feeling like I'm in my own lane. Being able to like express myself through my hair and mm. do different things, like those were all blessings to me. And that's why I did stay in the industry for so long because I did feel unique, I guess. Did not do. Well, it's not, <laughs> it's, it, I say past tense because I'm not modeling as much as I used to. And it just isn't where my goals are at. Like I've, mm. I've ticked that one. You'll off. still do it. Yeah, I've, it when the job the comes rent. in. <laughs> Let's go. Send them through. Send the money my way. I'm a professional, baby. I can still give it. Quick one, two. So there's that dangerous side as well mm. to the beauty industry. Yeah. I think it was there was some study done on 80% of 10-year-olds in America had wow. been on a diet. Whoa. 10-year-olds. That's ridiculous. Years ago, there used to be the heroin chic, didn't mm. there? Like the Kate Moss kind yeah. of, or the Twiggy, even if you go further back. Yeah. That used to be, you know, gone, emaciated yeah. kind of look that was trendy, which is coming back, apparently. What was Kate Moss's favourite phrase? <clears throat> no food tastes as good as Kenny feels. Oh, something that? like that. <laughs> it was something like that. But it's, that is like dangerous that's indo indoctrination really mm. like you are indoctrinating a generation yeah. when you're in a influential position mm. i think what happens is people get <clears throat> to be in that influential position and then the media follow them and then whatever they do yeah. becomes the next trend whatever they wear whatever they're seen doing yeah. then everybody's doing it and it can be quite dangerous because you've got young people looking on their Instagram yeah. feed going, oh, I want a bum as big as hers or a waist as small as hers or mm. cheekbones like that or eyes like that. Or, do I've, you know what I mean? I've got to say that I was definitely guilty in the past of face tuning and mm. going the full mile. Like, if you go far down on my Instagram page, like I look like <laughs> an animation. <laughs> 
I literally look like a different person because I was you so... You fell into the trap. I fell into the trap and I, I, I got into a cycle of not loving myself mm. and then just conforming to these beauty standards and then just like looking at what I can change about myself mm. and trying to present this perfect image on social media mm. when in fact it was actually killing me on the inside emotionally. Mm. Yeah. So now I don't do that because... I mean, you don't recognise people. There's no. all these filters <laughs> now. And you're like, oh, I, I even like LinkedIn, mm. you go to a like a meeting and, you know, like a network meeting. I've done it in the past and people have been communicating with you on LinkedIn. Mm. And then this woman or this man comes up to you and think, who the hell are you? <laughs> and it's like, you are not the person that I was... It's like a completely different person i'm dead but people do they obviously they choose the best pictures yeah. who wouldn't no of course everybody's gonna choose the best pictures but i think using the filters i mean come on when you've got bunny ears mm. on do you know what i mean it's like really let me ask you this question what <clears throat> is i don't think i want to answer uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite compliment I think back in the day it was probably like, oh, you're pretty, are you beautiful or something yeah, yeah. like that. Now, don't get many of them anymore. Apart from, <laughs> apart from, from David. <laughs> Let's um, get the violin out, baby. <laughs> the littlest violin in the world. Cry me a I river. Think, yeah. <laughs> so if you could comment in the... <laughs> Somebody give her a compliment, please. No, I think now it's probably more to do with intelligence or hard work yeah. or... That's boring, I mean, though, isn't it, Mum? No. <laughs> it's something... I mean, I have control over that. Yeah, that's You know, you true. don't have, always have control. You have some control over your looks, how much yeah. effort you put in. But, I mean, I'd love to get to the point where I'm like, I don't give a shit and mm. just... Um, one of your friends' mums used to go to church when we used to go to church once upon that was a time. That was a different <laughs> lifetime ago. We used to go to church on a Sunday and she just didn't care. She'd get out of bed, her hair was a mess, and I used to think, I want to be like that. <laughs> no, but really? Because <laughs> it was just, it's like, I don't care, this is me. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have those moments. Like, yeah. I know I'm beautiful and I know I'm imperfect and mm. whatever. But I think for me, making an effort is like, it sings to my soul. And like, it's not so much about other people. It's about, mm. I need to do this for myself to feel good. Mm. But maybe that is partially to do with like, beauty standards and stuff. One of my favorite compliments is, you don't look 27. <laughs> What? I mean, it's a new thing, like, because obviously my boyfriend, he's 23. Yeah. And so, or soon to be 24. Um, and so everybody just thinks we're the same age. Mm. And when I'm around younger people, they're like, oh, you don't look 27. And I'm like, is that supposed to be a compliment? I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, it, I'll take it. If there's it. a positive slant on it, Joel will have it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's great, thank you. Yeah, some people are like, ah, oh, you're so gay. And he's like, ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's an insult with this boy. No, you've got to look for the best. Yeah. In every compliment or backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so you're starting the, with the ageism. Yeah, like... I, I'm feeling it. <clears throat> I'm putting it on myself. So like if I, you know, grew 
in the next 10 years, if it all went pear-shaped, I'd probably be devastated. When you've always been pretty beautiful or mm. whatever else, and you start, that starts to slide, yeah. then you're in trouble. I think I got better, not, no oil painting, but I got better <laughs> as I got older. It, when people look back at pictures and be like, oh. Yeah. So I had to develop a personality. Right. <laughs> so I rely on that, not my looks yeah so but for people are you saying that i rely on my looks and no. i don't have a personality <laughs> you're my son you've got to have a personality yeah. it's been forced upon you uh, <laughs> but blessed it's, be yeah it's people rely on their looks and then when they lose their looks they've got nothing yeah they've, you know they've got no intelligence no yeah you know so i think for some people and i think beautiful people i see more have an issue yeah. with their looks I people that. that have been ugly from day dot are just like yeah this is how i look they don't care. <laughs> and it's like and i'm a bit like that do you know yeah. what i mean it's like mm. i mean i do obviously care to a certain extent yeah. but when i have worked with people that have got self-esteem issues mm. and they are stunning people yeah i've worked with a model friend of yours and she was beautiful and it was she was worried about a certain feature on her face and it was like wow yeah do you know what i mean you have hundreds of thousands of followers mm. and she thinks she's ugly yeah and you see that all the time because they have such high standards that they are literally you know critiquing yeah. every inch of their face Being their body yeah <clears throat> and i think that can then be very dangerous yeah for sure so because how do you get out of that yeah how do you regain mm. that self uh, that sense of like beauty within you yeah and it's like i've had botox mm. and you know i'd love to say oh i've decided not to bother having it but it stopped working so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so you've literally tried like every different kind of botox and pretty much yeah it's just i've been working. to three different places and they each one have tried different like sometimes I've been back to them one or two times and yeah. I've tried different products. And, and you just can just worked. become a non-responder, which mm. is what they're saying. Yeah. So literally I aged 20 years in the space of about six months because like I haven't seen these wrinkles for, <laughs> for however long since yeah. I've been having Botox, which is really difficult. Mm. And it impacted my business because it was like, I don't want to do videos anymore. Yeah. This podcast for me was a bit of a like, oh shit, especially under the lights. Yeah. So, but when you're having Botox, then I've, I've, you know, I've had other stuff. I've like had vampire facials, this, that, the mm. other. You start to want to change more and more and more, you know? It can be a really slippery yeah. slope. Yeah, I mean, if I had, it's not about much so much having the money because I mm. could afford a facelift. Yeah. But. I, she, she's got a bank account, sweetie. She can <laughs> afford it. It's... Run me my check. <laughs> It's not about just being able to afford it. If it wasn't painful and there was no risk, mm. I would probably look freaky because I'd have everything. Yeah, and that's the danger. It's mm. like, how do you self-regulate? Like, mm. if you have, like, one procedure and then you are just so amazed by the results and you're like, mm. whoa, that was amazing. I love the reaction from people. Like... I've posted it on my social media. Everybody's complimenting me. Mm. And then you, you get into this cycle of like, yeah, it's yeah, like Pavlov's addicted. dog. Mm. 
you're getting the treats. So now you're going to get another one. Do you know what I mean? And then you put yourself in a situation where it might go tits up. Mm. You might have a procedure that, you know, puts your life in jeopardy. Or kills you. I know yeah. there's people that have had butt lifts, I think they're there. BBL is mm. one of the most dangerous surgeries out there. If they mm. nick just a, a vein, mm. you, you can bleed you're out. Done. You're done. Mm. And, you know, it's... People literally risk the lives to... To look beautiful. Yeah, to... Or even look freaky with the yeah. turkey teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Mm. And it's it's kind of scary. I want to have a facelift. I want to have my eyes done. I want a brow mm. lift. But the thought of being put to sleep is just a little step too far because yeah. it's... I think if I died... I have then, like, affected your life for my own gain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I'm... like Joan Rivers. She died from Did surgery. You? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, she died from surgery. Yeah. Kanye West's mum died on the operating table as well. Surgery? Yeah. Oh. So it, it does happen. The dark side the... of... Yeah. Yeah, cosmetic surgery. Yeah, Yikes. scary. Yeah, it's not... That, I think, puts me off. But mm. I'd have everything else. Inject me with what you want. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, roll on me with whatever. <laughs> Pump in. I always just think less is more. And if mm. you want to do something to actually just, you know, make yourself feel happier. Because some people go their whole lives with a part of their body that they just cannot stand. Like, that's when I think, okay. Just get it done. Conform to whatever beauty standard you want. If it's yeah. literally going to make you feel better... Go and do it. Yeah, people like, like get depressed because they've got bent nose or yeah, yeah, whatever, like, and they it like ruins a life. So it's like, yeah, in those circumstances, I'm just like, just go get. Like, if I had something that was really freaky about me or whatever, that re <laughs> no, but one thing that really like my ears or <laughs> massive nose, or, I'm not probably not allowed to say this, am I? Or a massive chin, or I don't know. I mean, it's not about it being massive. It's just more about your relationship with yeah. it. Because some people can just own their shit and be like, yeah, this yeah, is me. I love it. So Who gives Pick a damn? Pick me up by them, honey. <laughs> Swing around. <laughs> Play a tune on my teeth. Tinky yeah. <laughs> yeah. tink. Yeah. Again, I always say everything in life is about balance. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, a little bit of a tweak, a little bit of a nip or a tuck. Mm. But when you're, you know, you're doing the whole Katie Price and you're having 17 boob jobs and three but facelifts. I, see, this like, is, oh. I just find that really sad. Like, mm. I look at Katie Price now and I'm like, oh, wow. That's mm. like, it's deeply sad. Mm. Because ultimately she's, she's been scrutinised probably her whole adult life and sexualised, hypersexualised. Mm. And a lot of women get hypersexualized. Mm. She was a, you know, a beautiful glamour model and she fell down that trap of, you know, looking mm. for validation within changing herself. But as well, it's about finances because obviously yeah. she had a boob reduction yeah. and then she wasn't in the press as much. But I also think... And that's it, how she makes her money. She probably gets a lot of her surgeries for free mm. and... It aligns with your mental health as well, ultimately, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. Like, if you don't have good mental health and a good relationship with how you look and you have access to all these things and mm. all these surgeries, it's, it is dangerous. Mm. And you end up not looking like yourself. I mean, I always Maybe wonder... that's what people want, though. Maybe people yeah. want to disconnect from who they were mm. or they might not like what 
they are. So yeah, but they need to change it from the inside. But that's what people don't understand. Yeah. Like, you have to do a lot of shadow work on yourself and, mm. you know, therapize yourself and heal yourself to be okay with yourself. Maxwell Maltz, mm. Psycho-Cybernetics, the book, I think. Oh, yeah. He was a surgeon that looked at self-esteem and mm. things like that. That is the first ever self-help book, personal development book. And it's all about the, you know, your self-esteem. The first ever? Literally. How old is it? Oh, it's ancient. Really? Yeah, it's really old. But it's one of my favourites. It's I've seen that. Psycho cybernetics. Go by. And so what does he speak about? So he talks about how these people are trying to change the exterior Mm. when they need to change the interior. Mm. Basically. It's all about self esteem. But that can be so scary to some people and so overwhelming. Like where do you even start with something like that? Well, it's the image of yourself. Yeah. You want to feel like this person. So Mm. it's a bit like, you know, when people go, I want um, I don't know, a twenty million pound house or a Bentley. It's like, why? Because it'll make me feel important, because it'll make me feel. So you want the 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 thing with that costs money is yeah. not for the money. It's it's for how it makes you feel, and that is obviously rooted in an insecurity. Mm-hmm. So you're not actually coming from a place of passion and love and doing pure doing. Yeah. You're coming from a place of insecurity. So it's like you get people that are really into cars. David's yeah. like into like his cars and stuff like that. So if he was to go out and buy a really expensive souped up car, mm. it's not because it, do you know what I mean? It's a different kind of thing. It is still a, this makes me feel this. But that there's but passion behind interest. that. Yeah. There's passion, there's interest. But a lot interest. of people, especially when they've come from a background where they haven't had much, mm nothing is ever enough. You've seen those yeah. people, they want the car, they want the house, they, they want the helicopter. All, yeah. then they, and it's like, I need to do this, I need to do this, to the detriment of the mental health and everything. Mm. Because they think that will give them something. Yeah. And they can do that from the inside, probably a lot cheaper, with a bit of therapy. <laughs> Therapy's expensive, <laughs> girl. Che- you know, I'm quite expensive, but I'm cheaper than a Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You've got to do the work on the inside. Mm. And I think what would make sense is if you had to have therapy before you have any surgery. They do it for, like, gender reassignment, don't they? You've got to go through therapy. Maybe you should for a facelift. Part of ageing is accepting and accepting yourself and Mm. accepting change. I am kicking and screaming. And accepting (laughs) shit. (laughs) I think I'll be the same. It's, yeah... Yeah. But there's more to ageing than just your looks. Of course, of course, mm. there's the wisdom. Yeah, and there's <laughs> the, all the cracks yeah, in your move, like a glow true. stick every time I move. Yeah. <laughs> Without the glow. I'm dead, the dim, the yeah. dim stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cricking and cracking. Yeah. Why are you feeling the cracks and the creaks? Yeah, I am. I'm only bloody 27 years old and I sleep on a, a bed one night, a shitty bed, may I add. <laughs> And my back's ruined. Yeah, you feel like... I can only sleep in my bed. Like, if I'm, you know, out with my friends partying, I end up at an after party, I'm going back home. I don't care if it's all the way in Timbuktu. Like, I will get myself to my bed mm. because that's all I can deal with. Yeah. But like, so I need to sleep in my yeah. 
that. Sleep with the wrong pillow and you feel like you've oh, fallen yeah. out the 12th floor. <laughs> yeah. Tumbleweeded <laughs> down the road. No, I can't do it. My bed is my sanctuary mm. and she looks after me. It's important <clears throat> to be aware of when the media is pushing a narrative. Yeah. yeah. And... Catching yourself in those moments. Self-awareness self again. We're back to self-awareness. <laughs> Y'all need to be self-aware. Wake yeah. up. Wake up. <laughs> it is that. It's, it's being aware yeah. of yourself and how much you're going down that journey. And yes, we all do to an extent. Mm -hmm. But again, balance. Exactly. Where are you on the scale? Are you going... Have you got big piano teeth? Have you got... Do you know what I mean? A hair piece? Have you got the latest brows yeah. that are glued to your forehead? <laughs> They'll be brushing them over the head <laughs> the next. Eyebrows. <laughs> no, the eyelashes. <laughs> yeah. I've seen them. What? The, the eyelashes. Oh, the ex the, have the, you seen the oh, extensions? No, I thought you were on about the eyelashes. No. When oh. the girls get like the big eyelashes. That is another rant. When they, they're like bird's wings. Yeah. They're literally <laughs> like <laughs> this in the cat. The, they can't see. The hooded lash. Leah used to have the it. The forest lash. Back in the day. Like she could, you couldn't see her. I was like, "Hello," whenever I try to speak to her, and they must like develop they don't really want strong any eye contact with people. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but they're so thick. They yeah, look no. Ridiculous. You always see the girls on TikTok, and they look the the eyes are bright red. They're on the the laid down on the bed, getting the eyelashes done, mm. and they look in pain. Like they've got gunk coming out of the eyes because the eyeballs are stressed. I've had false eyelashes. Mm. I look a bit like a dragon queen um when i have false eyelashes but less is more for me i don't yeah. like anything that can come off if you know what i mean i know makeup yeah. can but yeah like i don't want to Half have an, an eye eyelash. like hanging <laughs> that looks 10 times worse you've had that before though i have <laughs> that's why i won't do it anymore i do it once and i'm like uh -uh. your eyelashes are looking like the cynthia doll yeah <laughs> Like a bashed in brat's yeah. Or it's like when you go out, you see girls going out and, you know, they take a picture and mm. for 30 seconds they look fabulous. You know, the boobs are taped up here, mm. the heels and everything. You see them half an hour later after two drinks and uh, everything's like, you know, I love one tape's girls. come off. <laughs> I, I used to own a bar and we used to find, this is no word of a light, Every week there was some pulling knickers in the toilets. What's that? They're like knickers that suck you in. Oh, the girdle. In. Yeah. <laughs> and people would obviously they'd be out and they'd just get fed up of being like, or it'd start rolling down on them. They'd just have a massive muffin top. So they'd just <laughs> whack them off and throw them in the toilet. Oh, my God. But it's stuff like that. If it's going to come off and I'm going to look crazy, I don't even want to start. Can I just rave about the girls that go and spend, like, three hours beating the face, getting ready for a night out, and then literally three drinks in, they look like... Throwing up and... Quasimodo. <laughs> Like, like a gremlin. Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed with those the, girls. The, those people that make such an effort for the gram, for the picture, and then they just look. But that horrific. I like that mentality because it's like I can also just have fun and let my hair down yeah. and just go crazy. Like, yeah, that's I think that's what I like is like you can make the effort and then you can just say fuck it. 
I've mm. made the effort. I've, I've, done, got, the I've done my thing. I've got <laughs> the picture. There's evidence of. Let me actually just have fun. You have. You see some girls on a night out and they just want to look pretty and not like let yeah, their hair down. Like, I can't move. stand that. Yeah. You look like a bloody stick insect in the corner. Like yeah. stiff. Like, I'm ready to get the DW40 out and start spraying you. <laughs> like loosen up, bitch. <laughs> have some fun. <laughs> Beauty standards are nuanced, I'd say. Mm. It's not black and white. It's very, there's gray areas. But as long as you're like aligned with what you're doing and you're aware that you're not just falling down. Self-awareness. Yeah, it's self-awareness mm. and you're not letting anybody take advantage of you or, do you know what I mean? Like Self-awareness and balance, I think Balance is, is everything. Key. And as long as you can have fun with it, is if it's making you feel good and you're having mm. fun with it and you're not doing it for attention... Then go. So off. what if you are doing for attention? Well, everyone does everything for attention. Yes, mm-hmm. we we like the eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> As you listen to my voice, you will feel obliged, obligated, compelled to subscribe, like, and share. We've all seen the media try and paint this picture perfect illusion. That is unattainable. But remember, the real masterpiece is in our diversity, flaws, and unique stories. So let's break free from the chains of unattainable beauty ideals. Yes, sir. And celebrate the raw and authentic beauty that defines all of us.